Hello! Welcome to Wicked Myth. My name is Taylor. Hi. And I'm your host today. Hi. <laughs> I'm Nigel. <laughs> it's mental illness, isn't it? <laughs> More like gassy. What the fuck? <laughs> she farted before we hit record, and it is. Nigel. <laughs> it's beautiful. I'm on a diet, so I've been eating her. healthy foods, <laughs> and I have salad farts. I can't help it. I feel it. I, I shat like six times today, so. Yeah, no, I get it. Hi, I'm Nigel. <laughs> Welcome to Wicked Meth. Hey. Hi, I'm Brenna. Hi, Brenna. Welcome to Wicked Meth, everyone. Thank you for coming back. Welcome. Hopefully. Hopefully yeah, you hopefully. come back. We uh, get it if you don't. No, I'm just kidding. What's that supposed to mean? It's We're you. fantastic. Are you coming for me? So. <laughs> That's fine. Oh, gosh. It's fine. Light of my life. I literally am going to punch you in the face. Ooh, ooh. Stop! <laughs> You're making the listeners uncomfortable. They love it. All right, Brenna. I think they did. Too. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not helping you, Taylor. I love you, but. <laughs> All right, Brenna has got some announcements. We got we some do, we do. We do. All right. So just to let everybody know, um, we we've had such a great time doing Wicked Meth, and yes. it's been such a fun experience. Um. But we're also thinking we're going to make some changes, mm-hmm. um, some changes for a couple different reasons, for our own mental health, for our own success, and for a little better direction for the podcast and the podcast future. Um, and the listeners' enjoyment as well. Yes, and the listeners' enjoyment. Yeah. So we definitely want your feedback um, after I kind of explain how things are going to change. And then if you have any interest in, in letting us know how you feel about it or any suggestions on what you think we could be doing better, mm-hmm. definitely let us know. Um, yeah. Please, you can either message us. Um, you can send us a message through Instagram at Wicked Myth Podcast. You can send us an email at wickedmythpodcast uh, at gmail.com. Yep. Um, Twitter or Facebook, you can get us there too. Um, whatever way to kind of communicate how you how you feel about the upcoming change in format. Um, what we're going to do is we've decided we're going to go with what I'm calling a three-pronged leapfrog system. Um, and what we're going to be doing is one of us at a time will be taking over the episode. And the other two will essentially be providing commentary and any extra information that we happen to know about whatever we're talking about. And it's going to be so- the same subject matter. We're going to keep everything kind of... Yep. Um, as we do here at Wicked yeah. Myth, we're going to keep things darkly humorous because that's, you know, <clears throat> just who we are. Um, right. And hopefully you guys keep relating to that and, and keep responding to that and keep enjoying it. That's the main thing. We just want you guys to keep enjoying what we're doing. And we noticed we that you. with the states and doing the myths of the states, we weren't bringing the energy that we wanted to. And yeah. we weren't bringing Not you guys 100%. the yeah. performance and the quality that we want to bring you. Mm-hmm. So we're going to try doing something different come season two. And... Um, yeah, it's gonna hopefully be, it's gonna be you guys a great enjoy change. it. Yep, it's going to be a bit of a rebranding. We're going to be going through a bit of a transitional time, but bear with us. I think you guys will really enjoy um, the changes and what we're going to bring to it, and and I think yeah. it's going to bring more energy and better quality content across the board. And you guys so. are still going to be getting two full length episodes every week. Yep. Yep. So it's it's it'll it'll be great. It's just going to be a little more put together, a little more professional, and um, we're going to start collaborating more on our topics. So yep. we're not all just kind of clueless when we get in here, and I I think it'll I think it'll just be better. It'll be a better sound, a better 
conversation about vibes. everything. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And um, just to let you guys know for our scheduling um, right now is the next episode we do, which is going to be my side. That's going to be our official podcast season one ender. Um, yep. And then come January 1st, we will be doing um, our season opener. And we're going to be doing the season two then, of course. That's when a lot of the brand changes are going to be made. Yep. Um, and also, kind of fun and great great announcement. I, we're all really, really excited about this. We're actually going to be working um, on the first episode of season two with Chris from Toon Junkies. He's yes. going to be coming on and actually talking with us. And we're all very, very excited about that. Yeah, so keep a so. lookout for that. Yeah. Um, I adore Chris. He's one of my clients. I've, I've tattooed him a lot. We always have great conversations. So yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited to see where this goes. He brings a lot of energy. He's been doing podcasts for a lot longer than we have. So yeah. he's got, he, he's a professional and he's really good at what he does. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to have him on and um, to get his tales and his takes on this. This is a topic he's really interested in. He likes the dark stuff too. So it's um, a little bit of a change for him. But we're really excited to welcome him on for that episode and uh, have our first um, <clears throat> kind of official other podcast guest yeah. speaker. Yeah. So it's going to be super fun. We're super excited about the everything going on. Very. We've got a lot of great stuff in the future. So um, mm. our last episode will be Brenna's side yep. um, for this season. However, we do have our Christmas live show, um, Christmas Eve, and that will be, so our last official episode of the podcast for season one, as Wicked Myth, will be the side, but our real, like, kind of season finale goodbye to Wicked Myth is our um, our live show. Yeah. Yes, and please so, come watch that. Yep. That'll be airing on Facebook. We've created event uh, an event on that, so you can go on Facebook and, and join it. It'll send you reminders. Yep. Um, and keep in mind, too, we don't upload those to Spotify or anything like that. Those no. stay on Facebook, so, so yeah. you'll have to go to Facebook <clears throat> to watch it. Yep. So hopefully that sounds good to everybody. I'm really, really excited about everything coming up and all the changes Woo! we're going to be making. Yeah, it's going to be great. And yeah. yes, I think it'll 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 revive things and it'll bring, like I said, a better energy overall. Of yeah, course, it's going to be it's going to be a lot a lot better. Yes. Not that it was ever bad, but we just want to yeah. give you guys the best listening experience no. that you can get. And um, I think that it was start it was just kind of starting to weigh on us a little bit, and yeah. it was you know mm -hmm. playing yeah. into the quality of some of our content and the myths and legends. We were having such a hard time finding anything with real meat. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing with states being yeah. that the United States is such a young country. It's very we don't have the rich lore yeah. that a lot yeah. of other <clears throat> countries do, and so I think states in theory was a really really great idea. Yeah, and then it just kind of wasn't as lucrative as we thought it was going to be. Exactly, um, we found in practice that a lot of it was repeating themes yeah and yeah. and not you know i mean that is interesting to a point because then you notice trends yeah. but at the same time it's hard from a storytelling angle exactly to tell the same story but like hey it just happened in a different state isn't that cool you know? right and we exactly. want to bring you guys quality content that's fun to listen to and we don't exactly. want anybody to get burnt out so we, we, we want to bring you something fresh and new and good every single time that you mm -hmm. hear us. Yeah. So, And that's not to say that once in a while we won't focus on a state and, and maybe just do something about a state's history or anything mm -hmm. that we find interesting on it. 
You know, I think stuff like that is still going to happen. It's just going to be a much, much looser format. And we're going to do what we want to talk about, the things that we're passionate about and the things we're interested in. Yeah. Um, We all kind of feel like that's where we shine, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, this format, too, is going to bring Nigel into the forefront a little more. Yeah. (laughs) We love him. We know you guys love him. Um, You guys respond so well to him. And and, um, we really want more Nigel. Yes. (laughs) Thank you very much. So I think that's going to be our season two slogan is more get, Nigel. Yeah. Put that on a fucking t-shirt, dude. <laughs> Put that on a fucking t-shirt. I wear it. More Nigel oh on God. front, poor Nigel on the back. Yeah. 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 You're going to get more of me. I'm too tempted yeah. from that. So. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's all, we, all the business we got for yep. now. But yep, yep. Yeah. And you know what? One more thing before we get started. Send us your listener tales, y'all. Yes, we please. We would love to hear them. Please, mm. you can email them to us at Wicked Myth Podcast for, for now um, until we undergo yep, yep, yep. Our, um, our new brand, our rebranding. Yeah. Um, but for now, that's what it is, at Wicked Myth Podcast. And if it changes, we will be letting you guys know. We'll put everything out yep. on our socials and let you guys know on the podcast, too. So yep. without further ado, let's get into Hawaii. Awesome. Maloha. Yeah. I think we all kind of had the same problem with Hawaii too. Um, I think in the beginning we all we we made a statement that we really didn't want to take anybody's culture and yeah. present it as mythology, mm-hmm. yeah. especially if it's still a, a very alive, active, and thriving culture. Yeah, we don't ever want to insult somebody by by exactly. relegating their religion into myth. So yeah, um, so what we're trying to do is to avoid a lot of that and that was kind of hard with hawaii yeah um so for a different Mm. angle and to kind of give you guys a um sneak peek of how the new format's going to go we all focused on hawaii true crime instead actually episode except for nigel nigel at once is gonna not we're not calling this mythology but he is going to be talking about a demigod yeah which is a lot of fun so yes yes so for yours it's more of an explanation of what disney got wrong and what they left basically and stuff like that he did and all that and yeah yeah so this is more of a fleshing out yeah Yeah. so yeah it's low Um, effort research it's history (laughs) exactly so from this Um, angle we're going for a history not a mythology yeah. is what yeah. we want to be clear about. So, um, yeah, <clears throat> that's what we've got. Um, who wants to go first? Uh, I don't care. I'll start. You start? Go you for start. it, please. All right, great. So I'm going to be talking about, not great, really, honestly. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to be talking about the Honolulu Strangler, um, oh, also known as this the... Case. Yes. Oh, my God. This one is kind of crazy. Yeah. And I honestly, I think I know who did it. Really? Uh, yeah, theory. for sure. I think if... If you read up on it, you will know who did it. Yeah. Okay. Um, the Honolulu Strangler, also known as the Honolulu Rapist. Gross. Which is, yeah. Yeah, not so great. Um, so just a, a trigger warning, there's going to be some mention of sexual assault mm-hmm. yep. before we get started. If you don't want to listen to that, skip ahead. And Again, this is a dark podcast, though, so if it's not your thing to, like... If you're not okay with it. Yeah. yeah. We understand. We yeah. get it. We, we get definitely it. get it. So, um, so the Honolulu Strangler, uh, Strangler, he's known as Hawaii's first serial killer. Um, and he killed five women between 1985 and 1986. Only so all in the span a of year. a year. Yeah. Honestly, no, that's we start, a lot. It is. And, yeah. and like once we start talking about, too, like the victims, mm-hmm. some of them were literally days apart. Really? That's interesting to me because a lot of what we've talked about like as far as serial killers go they it seems to be like they have a year where they're mm-hmm. just at it so, yeah btk yeah. was stagnant for 
20 years, 20 mm, years he yeah. didn't kill. Yeah. I mean, crazy. Like, I yeah. might I might have got that wrong. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but, with Burke and Hare, most of all of their murders, yeah. um, the episode that I did about them, all of those murders were done within the span of a year. Yeah. yeah. And that was that was a lot of people. Yeah. And then with Belle Gunness, most of hers, from hers, what you were describing, was yeah. a very quick pace, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Like, she went for a very long time without killing, and then all of a sudden... All the killings. Yeah. Yeah. She just did all the killings. Yes. Mass production. Yeah. And this guy, I mean, he started just as fast, or he stopped just as fast as he started. I mean, insane. It it just stopped. Like, and nobody, nobody knows who it is, apparently, but we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Okay. Um, He's never been caught. Yep. So, um, Vicki Gale Purdy was his first victim. Um, she was a military spouse to Gary Dirty. He was a... Uh, uh, dirty, like dirty or Purdy? Purdy. My bad. Was she I, Purdy? My, uh, okay. my P's look like D's. If that was... Uh, if he was military, that was definitely his nickname. Yeah. I promise his friends called him Dirty Purdy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. So, yeah, he was a, he was a, um, a helicopter pilot. pilot. Okay. Very cool. Yeah, so Vicky was 25 years old. Um, she left to go clubbing on May 29th of mm-hmm. 1985. Cool. And she ended up never actually getting to meet with her friends. Um, oh. She was last seen by a taxi driver taking her to the Shorebird Hotel at midnight to get her car. Um, but her car was actually later found in the parking lot completely untouched. Oh. And she never even made it to her car. Yeah. Which is it's just crazy because I imagine you probably dropped her off right at the entrance of the hotel and she didn't even make it to Yeah, that's car. a very mm-hmm. short time yeah. for somebody to just disappear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, to me, as an amateur, that would say that these are more crimes of opportunity. Yeah. These are people yeah. he came across. It wasn't he it was stalking seems and, like that. and planning anybody in particular. But Yeah, and that was actually a big part of the investigation later on is they're kind of like, yeah, this guy's not stalking. He has to live in this area and he's taking whatever <clears throat> is given to him. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Not given to him, but you know what I mean. I've yeah. seen a lot of SVU, so. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so her body was actually found at an embankment at the Kihi Lagoon, mm-hmm. um, wearing a, uh, she was wearing her yellow jumpsuit that she had been wearing the night before, um, and she had been raped, her hands had been bound behind her back, and she was strangled. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Very sad. Um, his second victim, oh, if you guys can hear crickets, I'm so sorry, we just fed my gecko today. Yeah. <laughs> Hims was hungry. That was he was very a perfectly hungry. timed. It was. We were all quiet at that yeah. moment. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So his uh, his next vict- victim was much younger. Seventeen um, year old Regina uh, Sakamoto. Oh. Um, she was a student at Le La Hua. I think I I'm, I might butcher that some of these names. Right. I'm very sorry. Same. So Le La Hua, Le La Hua <clears throat> High School. Mm-hmm. Um, she missed her bus from Wapahu. Wapu. Mm-hmm. Wapu, <laughs> um, to school on um, January 14th of 1986. Mm-hmm. Um, she was last heard from by her boyfriend, who she had called that morning to let know that she would be late. She called him at 7.15 uh, mm-hmm. that morning. Um, on the 15th of January, 1986, her body was found at the Kihi Lagoon, same place same that place. his first victim was found, mm-hmm. um, wearing her blue t- tank top that she had been wearing that day and a white hoodie, but her lower half was completely nude. Mm. Um, she was found in the same position, um, with her hands bound behind her back, um, and, uh, she had been strangled and raped. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, Regina actually had plans to go to the Hawaii Pacific University that fall. Very, very sad. Mm. She was so young. Like, 17 years old is incredibly young. 
Um, but he has a consistent MO so he far. He does. Yes. Extremely consistent. Okay. Yeah. Um, Denise mm-hmm. Hughes twenty uh, was a 21-year-old secretary for a phone company. This was his third victim. Mm-hmm. Um, she was active in her local church, and um, she commuted to work by bus. Yeah. So... She did not show up to work on the 30th of January of 1986. These crimes are so close together from his second victim to his third. Like yeah. the 30th and then what was the last one? I'm, I'm going to look back at the date here. Oh, you're good. Uh, uh, was the 14th. So, I mean, within, you know, a few weeks. Yeah. yeah. Um, she was found dead in <clears throat> the Moana Lua stream by three fishermen um, on the 1st of... Um, February in 1986. Mm-hmm. She was wearing a blue dress and she was wrapped up in a blue tarp and she was in the same position and, as his two prior victims bound um, and raped and strangled. So at this point, we're like the positioning is definitely part of yes, it for him. Yes, yeah. 100%. And that kind of plays into suspects later mm-hmm. too. Yeah. So um, would, are they, would they be classifying that as ritualistic at that point because it's always the same? Um, it kind of just set in place that this is a serial killer. Yeah. That was really kind of the only thing. And I think like with a lot of serial killers, there's, you know, there's two different types of serial killers. You got organized and disorganized serial killers. Mm -hmm. He definitely falls into an organized serial killer. You know, he's got the same MO. He's got a type, you Mm -hmm. know, all of the women were within a similar age age range, Mm -hmm. um, except for Mm -hmm. his last victim, um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think it's more just that he's a very organized serial killer. Yeah, I don't know if it's necessarily ritualistic. I think, honestly, it's a fetish, you okay. know? And yeah. I, I think this is what he has to do to get his rocks off, you know? Yeah. Okay. Which is disgusting. Yeah. Um, so after Den- uh, Denise, um, there was a serial killer task force that was that was uh, the Honolulu Police <laughs> made. And that was on Excuse the me. 5th of um, February in 1986. Okay. okay. So his next victim, um, Luis Meteros, uh, uh, 25 years old. She lived in Waipahu as well. Um, but she went to Kauai to meet with extended family after the death of her mother. Okay. I'm so sorry if I'm butchering these names, y'all. <laughs> Me too, They're, in advance. I, I am yeah. the whitest person I know. Yeah. So it's hard, you know. Same. And I've never yeah. been to Hawaii, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, she went to meet with extended family after the death of her mother. Yes. Um, she took a late night flight to uh, Ahu um, on the 26th of March of 1986. And she told her family that she was going to take a bus from the airport to home. Mm-hmm. Um, but she ended up disappearing right from the air- airport. Um, she was found on the 2nd of April near Wakale Stream by road workers. Mm. Can you... I just... The whole time I was, like, reading about this, I was just thinking to myself, like, could you imagine finding a dead body? Yeah. And yeah. In, in, such <clears throat> a, in such a horrific way. Yeah. You know? Like, it, it's... I couldn't imagine it. No, I... that'd be, that would be something that would sit with you for a long uh, time. Yeah, yeah, I'd have to go to therapy, honestly. Like, that's... Well, yeah. I mean, that's insane. I, yeah. I can't imagine. Like, you're just out working or fishing or whatever you're doing and, like, to come across... And yeah. just such a horrific posing... And I almost wonder if it was for shock value. You know, I thought the same thing you know? with, the, yeah. with the Butcher of Kingsbury run because yeah. it was, I mean, especially because what was, the first murders that were discovered were discovered by children. Yeah. By <clears throat> two children. I mean, that. That's traumatic. I can't yeah. imagine that that didn't have like some kind of lasting impact. impact. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so Louise was wearing a blouse, but again, 
she was unclothed mm. from the, the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, she was in the same position, you know, bound behind her back. Choked on. Choked yeah. and sexually assaulted. Yeah. Mm. Um, this is kind of the, the point when police started setting up sting operations using police women around the Kihi Lagoon mm. and Honolulu. Yeah. Um, the Honolulu National Airport, my bad. Okay. Um, I'm assuming nothing ever came of that. No, no, I, I do remember um, hearing about this one. I think I, I, I know that they covered it on my favorite murder. Yeah. At one point, I do vaguely remember listening to that episode. It, it's been mm-hmm. a while though, but yeah, I do remember them talking about how they set that bait, but he just never took the bait. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think he was a local, and knew better. Yeah. Honestly, that's really what it do. sounds like to yeah. me. It really does. It sounds like he knew the area. He knew. He knew, like, how to approach these people yeah. of course, and yeah. how to abduct them without being seen. Yeah. yeah. You have to be a local. Yeah. You have to know the area mm-hmm. for yeah. that. Yeah, I completely hand, agree. You know. um, so <clears throat> the next and last victim is uh, Linda Pesci, 36 years old. She's the oh, oldest wow. of his victims. And, I mean, that's a huge age discrepancy between, you know, uh, 17 to the 25. Four, yeah. That's, yeah. you know. 30, 34? 36. Oh, 36. Okay. Um, this is his last known victim, at least. No, yeah. But I think it's his last victim, period. Um, so according to her roommate, she left home the morning of April 29th. And um, she was expected to be home late because she had a, a meeting for work that yeah. was already pre-planned. Mm-hmm. Um, but she never came home. So the next morning, um, someone tells... Linda's roommate that she didn't show up for work at all the mm-hmm. day before and that her car was parked on the side of Nimitz H1 uh, viaduct. Mm-hmm. Um, so the roommate reports her missing. Um, police find her body later on yeah. at um, Sand Island. She was found completely nude. She was also the first victim to oh. find completely nude, too, yeah. which was odd. Hmm. Um, and in the exact same position as the other victims. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a man... Uh, Howard Gay, that had told police that a psychic told him that the body was at Sand Island, right? So mm-hmm. he takes them to the specific spot, but the body's not there. But that's when police start looking around the island, and they do find the body on Sand Island. Mm-hmm. Um, so this automatically makes Howard a suspect. Well, yeah. Yeah. I think Howard did it. I do. Yeah. So Howard... He was the main suspect. He was arrested on May 9th for the crimes. Mm-hmm. Um, his ex-wife and his girlfriend said that he was an incredibly smooth talker and that he had a bondage fetish. Mm. So, you know, that um, definitely didn't help his case. That ties to him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that would definitely play into them being restrained. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so his girlfriend later reported that after nights that they had fought, he would actually leave the house, and the nights that he left the house were the same nights that the murders happened. Oh man! Really? Like yeah, every you, time. Y- yes, every time. And you yeah. you can't tell me that it's not like a dead. Yeah, no, that's a big like, old bag of coincidence on. there. Yeah. Yeah. So he was interrogated, interrogated obviously, and he failed a polygraph test, but he was still released eventually. And mm. I'm not really sure where the miscommunication was there. Mm. Because it the ball, yeah. seems like it's this guy. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the information I have is not correct or something, but it seems like it's pretty cut and dry and simple. Yeah. Well, especially know? with... And a polygraph test is not evidence. No. They're it is bunk not. science. They're not even real. Yeah. So, yeah, very confusing. But um, I, I, I think most people think that it was Howard that did it. Mm-hmm. Because um, why would he bring them out there? Attention. You know? 
What? It's attention. It's a game. Yeah. Almost. Well, yeah, well, yeah, because all of his other victims were found within a day yeah. of the crimes. Yeah. <clears throat> Not calling my brother no. a sociopath or, or uh, a psycho, but for my little brother, he had a, a real big problem of he would do something wrong. And if it went too long unnoticed, yeah. he would tell on himself. Yeah. Because for him, you know, it wasn't enough to get away with it. Yeah. He wanted people to know that he got away with it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, and it was just a little kid thing, you know? Yeah. And I think it, it's yeah. sort of the same mentality with some of these people. It's not enough to get away with it. You want people to think it was you. Exactly. You know? Well, that's why the Zodiac Killer yeah. <laughs> wrote letters, you know? Yes. BTK wrote letters, you know, they yeah. wanted people to know about their crimes. Which, yeah. by the way, it's important to note, I think I, I shared it with you guys too, that they did uh, decode that second yeah. Zodiac Killer letter. So didn't have anything really interesting, and I know it was more of the same drivel about, yeah. you know, collecting slaves in the afterlife kind of bullshit. Yeah. yeah. But, mm-hmm. yeah. But that was st- it's still interesting. It's cool to get an update. Yeah. You know, yeah. On, on such an old case. Very, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I definitely think it was Howard. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it sounds, sounds like, like it was like him, it. you know? Yeah. Um, unfortunately, he can never be prosecuted uh, because he's dead now. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I'm pretty it sure it was him. just so cut dry Come on, based man. On... Like, all the nights that he was fighting yeah. with his girlfriend were the nights yeah. that he, yeah. the, the murders happened. Yeah. And then he failed a polygraph test. Come on. Well, and then, like you know? I said, bringing them out there. And, br- and yeah, being bringing wrong them, about it. Right. But I think he was just putting them on the trail. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you just happened to be talking to a psychic about this missing woman. Right. Why? It just you had no me. connection to her. Right. Mm. That it, it, To me, yeah, exactly. I think he wanted the attention. It's a game. He almost. wanted them to... Because that, that was the first victim that wasn't found mm. within a few days. Yeah. Yeah. It, it probably threw him off. Yeah. Because you know, I think he expected um, someone to find her sooner. Immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Because with these other ones, it seems like he's displaying them. Yeah. You know, like in a way of... Where Almost like gonna... he's proud. Yeah. Well, yeah. And he's putting them somewhere where they're going to be found. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it seems like this time he thought they were going to be... That she was going to be found and so she wasn't. So it just blew him off his course. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. That would make sense. It makes <sighs> sense to me. So. Yeah. yeah. But unfortunately, he's yeah. dead now. Yeah. So he'll never get... I guess the Grim Reaper fucking wins again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jesus. better the Grim Reaper than him, I guess. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah true. This is a case that I would like to take a, a deeper look into, yeah, for sure. 100%. Yeah. Into the investigation, um, because I'm sure it was mad interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You know? Mine's one of those, too. When we, when we get to mine, I I'm, I'm, I yeah. think I told you guys this earlier. I'm a little salty that I'm not doing it as a side, because crazy interesting. Yeah. But yeah. Um, might fit better in this this context, anyway. But, mm. yeah. Nigel, you want to go to that? Sure, I can. Take cool. a break from Take a break from horrible the brutal things. Murders. Yeah. Go into yeah. history and how Disney fucked up. Right. So, God bless Disney, but uh, holy shit. Honestly, Moana um, was a great movie. Moana I stand Moana. Oh my God. I remember when it first came out. Yeah. And like on DVD. <laughs> and um, yeah. we didn't have cable or anything. We didn't even have internet. So, we would go to family video like all the fucking time. We rented it like 10 times. At I least. was obsessed with it. Yeah. I We kept renting it. And then eventually Nigel was like, I, I have to just her. buy it, you yeah. know? It's. Yeah. No, such the a music in it is exceptional. Um, Oh, I love it. The soundtrack it's so is so good. Yes, yeah. it mm-hmm. it's I think one of the one of the best Disney films. The ever made. Uh, oh, absolutely. The actors too. Mm, Dwayne oh, the Rock Johnson. He got pipes. He, I was thinking more. Um, oh fuck! And I'm a fan, and I, I just literally blanked on his name. The Flight of Concords guy. 
Oh, um, 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 he did the uh, the crab. Ah! Oh, Fuck, I don't know his name. name. I I love him so much. It's not even funny. I was Which watching it. Tua hasn't always been this glam. <laughs> did you guys mm-hmm. see the interview with him where they were interviewing him <sighs> on the ep- on Moana? And so. they were asking him questions about his character, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Well, he's a little bit of a hoarder and a little bit of cl- a collector." While he's doing the interview, they had like a fruit bowl next to him, and he's slowly like sneakily taking things from the yeah. fruit bowl and like storing them in his jacket, <laughs> like funny. he's stealing them. Oh dude. my god, that's I'm like, hilarious. dude, you're a genius, and I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, no, you're good. Like you're good. I'm going to be talking about Maui. The demigod of the wind and sea. Um, (laughs) So in Hawaiian religion, Maui is a culture hero and ancient chief who appears in several different genealogies. Mm -hmm. Um, In the, again, um, I apologize, Kumalipo, I think? Maybe? Maybe. Hopefully. He is the son of Akalana and his wife Hina Akiahi, otherwise known as Hina. Mm -hmm. Nice and simple. Um, the couple has four sons, uh, Maui Mua, Maui Waina, two other ones that I'm not even going to bother. Um, <laughs> his name is the same as that of the Hawaiian island Maui, although native tradition holds that uh, it is not named for him directly, but instead named after the son of Hawaii's discoverer, mm-hmm. who was named after Maui himself. Okay. Oh, cute. <laughs> Love that. Mindfuck, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> Name inception. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so he is responsible, in tradition, uh, for hauling up the islands of Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, Maui is known to have a uh, great fish hook. Mm-hmm. I don't know the name of it. I'm not even going to bother. starts with an M. Oh, and that's a very long name. Maniakalani. Sure. Maniakalani. Yeah. Feel free that to correct us in comments later. Please do. We... <laughs> I'm from Nebraska. I'm trying. Um, but yeah, he's known to have this great fish hook. And um, he is said to have created Hawaii's islands by tricking his brothers. He convinced him... Or, I'm sorry. He convinced them to take them out fishing. Um, but while he was doing it, his hook got caught on the ocean floor. And uh, he told his brothers he caught a really big fish. And they just need to paddle harder. As hard yeah. as they fucking can. And, you know, they're getting winded, you know, they're all exhausted and shit. He was a prick, uh, a tri- trickster with them. Okay. Yeah. Love to fuck with them. Um, so, yeah, they're just, they keep rowing and rowing and rowing. And he drags up the islands. Very cool. From wow. his fucking, yeah, yeah. I thought that was I like thinking of that, though, of just, like, them slowly, dramatically yeah. They didn't even notice. From the water. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he did it. Uh, he repeated it multiple times, thus creating the Hawaiian Islands. Beautiful. Which I, think is I love it. Yeah. That is. Uh, another story of his is that he uh, restrained the sun. So basically, his next feat was to uh, stop the sun from moving so fast. His mother, Hina, was complaining that her kappa, it's like a bark cloth, uh, mm-hmm. that's just uh-huh. the clothes they wore, um, it was unable to dry because the days were so short. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so he climbs to this mountain, uh, Haliakala, otherwise known as House of the Sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and lassos the sun rays as the sun comes up using a rope made from his sister's hair. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I lassoed the sun. The sun. He's like choking <laughs> yeah. the fuck. Wow. So his... a lot of they did actually take they a did lot of really yes. well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A lot of this is pretty on par. 
I was um, I was expecting them to have fucked up horribly, I think, but again, I'm pleasantly surprised. Yeah, this is from Hawaiian uh, religion. Uh-huh. He's you know he's part of the Polynesian, um, which is what that was more based to, on was yeah, the Polynesian. Yeah. Okay. Um, a whole bunch of things, but mm-hmm. so far this is pretty point on. Yeah, with they the did movie. a great job. Very um, cool. <clears throat> yeah, he was choking the sun with this rope from his fucking sister's hair, and the sun just pleads for his life. You know. Just oh imagine the son just crying. Yeah. I imagine the baby from fucking Teletubbies. Do you remember that shit? Oh my shit? god! The son with the fucking oh, baby face. No, no, no. That's, We're getting that's trauma right there. That's We're but, getting spooky. But it's in misery. That oh, son is yeah. fucking suffering. Oh. Fuck that baby. Yeah, that would just make it all creepier. <laughs> Fuck Teletubbies. I love Teletubbies. No. Tinky Winky got that cake. True, but (laughs) fuck Teletubbies. uh, Tinky Winky be shaking it. Okay, again, I'm I'm with Nigel. Do you guys want to hear something funny? Sorry, I don't want to get off off track. It's cool. I had a Teletubby, and you can look this up. It's a real fucking thing. I had it. You had the Teletubby, the recall one? Yeah, but mine, well, no, I had the fixed one. Oh, I had the recall one. My grandma at the time worked in the toy department Mm -hmm. of uh, Walmart. And they had had recalled a bunch of these Teletubbies because they said, um, F-slur, F-slur, bite my butt. (laughs) Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You can um, see it on YouTube. It's It's a real thing and I crazy. had one. My yeah. my mom said, "Please, I want one before you pull them off the shelves. I want one." Yeah. And my mom got one. Wow. She got yeah. it for me so that I could have it's the Teletubby that said <laughs> I don't want to say Epsler, it. Epsler. Yeah, no. Bite my butt. Yeah. That's wild. If crazy. you don't know what the F slur is, just how, look it up. How does that make it through? Like are, there's people well, like, in charge. The one I, a... I had the fixed one. Uh-huh. And I don't know what he says, but it sounds like like patty patty or something. Something. Bite my butt. Yeah. But it still sounds like that. Because even when I... Uh, it's not supposed to say bite my butt well, either. Well, when I was a kid, well, that's what I... It sounds like. Yeah. So I think either way... There was a was, worker that like yeah. fucked okay. with it. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody who was doing something they shouldn't have. Because like, even as a kid. Snuck it in there. And... I, I, I never heard the F slur, but I always heard bite my butt. And I don't mm-hmm. I don't know if that's bite because I'm butt. an immature piece of shit. Oh, God. Okay. What, I, this but... is the first time I'm hearing about any of this. Oh, I yeah. It it up, we should put in a sound crazy. bite. Uh, was this another uh, one of those things where like a bunch of parents were like, they're trying to corrupt our kids. And it's like, no, it's um, literally one asshole who was fucking around. No. Pause no, it. No, I don't think okay. it. All right, I just played that soundbite for yeah. Because I, I haven't heard it. I, yeah. I apparently this is something I was not up on, but holy no, crap! It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you can just look it up on YouTube. It's it's, it's there. Uh, yeah. It's wild, kind of funny, fucked up, but it's yeah, yeah. Shit's oh. crazy. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Maui, after fucking choke slamming that stupid bitch baby from fucking Teletubbies, <laughs> um, <laughs> the son was pleading for his life, and he agreed that. Uh, the days shall be longer in summer and shorter in the winter. So they kind of came to an agreement there. Thank you, Maui. Yeah. yeah. Um, in another version, Hina sends him to a big uh, willy willy tree, I think. Uh, that looks like willy willy to me. Yeah. I'm going to say willy willy because that's funny. Uh, yep. Sends him to a tree. Uh, and he finds his old blind grandma sitting outside. Um, she has a fuck ton of bananas, I guess. Mm-hmm. So he would just steal one at a time until she would notice him mm. apparently uh yeah so she's like oh cool i'll help you and he fucking sits on the trunk of the tree and ropes the sun and same thing huh i like the first one more yeah yeah 
in yeah, terms of with coolness. his sister's hair. Yeah. <laughs> it's metal as fuck, dude. Like, it is. Um, let me keep going down here. Let's see. Uh, he's responsible for lifting up, up the sky. Cool. I think they said that in the movie. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Maui realized uh, one day that men were being constrained by the sky, that it was sitting too low, and people weren't being able to stand upright and do their jobs. Mm -hmm. uh, he felt terrible about this when he saw them suffering, so he searched for his father in order to help him raise the sky up so that the men would not suffer. Just killer backaches from the sky. Okay. I feel that. Gravity's a bitch, dude. It is. So yeah. he was kind of like, what I'm seeing in this is that he was kind of the spokesman. For humanity in a lot of ways. I would ways. say so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Cares about the people and wants the best for them. I love it. So. And he's funny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, well, in the Disney movie. But, yeah. but in here, too, he's <laughs> well, a yeah. star, you know? Yeah, true. I like that. <clears throat> uh, Maui traveled to the town of Lahani in order to meet his father and push the sky up. Uh, Maui then laid parallel to the sky in order to brace himself and push the sky up with his great power. Uh, Maui then gave the signal to his father to start pushing the sky up, and together, as father and son, they pushed the sky up, they saved the day. Um, That's cool. Yeah. Just cute, like, wholesome things. Yeah. Honestly. Just, we stand Maui. We love Maui. So, yeah. In a sense, they saved mankind from crippling backache. That is so cool. I like it. I love it. But my back hurts. My back I also think that's hurts. our problem at this point. Yeah. Maui, come to Indiana, please. Maui, Jesus. please come help us. <laughs> what, what can you do? Can you just beat up our bosses? Exactly, dude. <laughs> no, mine's no. not Brenna's bosses, though. Yeah, no, I like mine. <laughs> yeah, Brenna's good. Shit. Yeah. I'm fucking Scott and Andrew are the best. We love you. And I know Andrea always loves Shut up yeah. to Thank you, guys. Andrea. Yeah. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, the last thing I have is him defeating the long eel. After okay. Maui uh, fished up the islands, he began to wonder what was actually on them. Um, he then traveled to the different islands and realized that none of them were inhabitable. So, no human life whatsoever. Um, there were kappa houses, but with no one living inside them. Um, it was deserted. Just nobody was there. Mm -hmm. um, he learned a lot of new lessons while visiting these islands, so he decided to return home and live with the respect to the fashion of the new houses he had seen on them. Maui pursued Hina and uh, made her his wife, I guess. What? I thought Hina was I his guess. mom. I don't know. I'm reading what's on here. <laughs> um, she was. It like, might be I don't like know. subtle differences in pronunciation. It could be. Yeah. I don't know, though. So, so I'm just reading I don't know. Here. Incest was like a thing in like old True, stuff, though. Yeah, you know? like, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, not yeah. that. <clears throat> Anywho. I put my foot right in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> So now he's married to his mommy. Maybe to his mom. <laughs> Who am I to judge? Uh, one day, you know, went down to the riverbank to fetch some water for Maui. And uh, she encountered this long eel tuna at the bank. Mm -hmm. And the tuna struck her and covered her with slime. Ew. Gross. I'd be mad. Inconsiderate. I would Just be How pissed. fucking dare you? Dude? Yeah, very like, fucking I'm rude. having a good hair day. Right. You just fuck up my quaff with your Nickelodeon gag. Right. Bitch. I hate oh, that. God. How many people don't even know what that is anymore? I don't know. I'm quaff. old. No. Nickelodeon oh. gag. Oh, it's been a minute. What was it? Goop? What the fuck was it? 
It was slime, right? It was slime, yeah. I think it was yeah. just slime. Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> I, I always wanted to drink it when I was a kid. I know, it right? It looked so good. It, it did look like something. It, it definitely looked like, what was that? That um, that forbidden snack yeah. thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looked like one of those. Like, yeah. it's the thing you want to put in your mouth to see what it's like. Exactly. you know you shouldn't. But your so. mom's going to yell at you and Hell shit. Hell no. Y'all are yeah. alone on this one. You don't know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't know. I thought I, it was <clears> supposed <throat> to be kind of like... Safe to eat, if not. I thought it was, yeah. Because they they poured well, they, it on kids. On I imagine kids. they had to make like, it. Do you, you remember know? Double yeah. Dare Two Thousand? Oh yes. Like that little game yeah. show. I always wanted to yes. do that. But like, yeah, they would dump this all this shit, and the kids do that. Like, yeah. Where it just pours on them face first. Their mouths are open. <laughs> like, it's is gotta be that one show that they had. <clears throat> um, Temple of something or other. Oh, uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yes, yeah. that was my jam as a kid, man. I love that. Yeah, shit. same. So Taylor's too young, maybe. I am. Yeah. You don't know it. No. Aww. Missing out, man. Sorry. Good times. Legends okay. of the Hidden Temple was a fun thing as yeah. a kid. Yeah. It looked like fun and and horrifying at the same time. But it was it was a little bit, but it was yeah just, yeah it mm. was obstacle course for kids. Yeah. Though. You know, run off the energy, yeah, enjoy. Exactly. <laughs> if you get hurt, uh, well, you'll bounce back. You signed up for <laughs> yeah. it. You're a kid. <laughs> um, yeah, this tuna fucking came out, struck her, covered in gack and gross shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was unable to escape. Um, oh, wait, no, she was able to escape. I'm sorry, I misread that. Nigel is stoned. A little bit. <laughs> I'm trying. I think I'm doing fine. You're doing great. You're gonna come for me, man. I'm not coming for you. I love you. I was just letting people know you're stoned. Sorry. So she was able to <laughs> escape back to the house, but she did not tell Maui what had just happened. All right. Which I, I would tell you. I would tell you. Yeah, you know? for sure. Like, I feel like this eel. I had a horrible day. <laughs> <laughs> he slimed my ass. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you gooey? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would <laughs> yeah. have questions. Exactly. Would you ask why I'm gooey? Why, well, go. why are you gooey? That's not your gooey? business. <laughs> oh my gosh. Welcome to Wicked Divorce. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Wicked divorce. Yep. Oh god. That's... We just had the wicked wedding, guys. The wicked wedding. <laughs> we we tried. <laughs> we tried it. It's not working. We had a good run. We had a good run. We got a month in. Yep. Oh man. Anywho. Sweet. I'm taking the cat. Nah, she's a demon. You can fucking have her. Um, <laughs> Call my baby a demon. Oh, she's great. I love her. She's currently um, curled up on my purse, a little cinnamon roll of adorable. She's great. Just all sleepy. It's so cute. Love her. Yeah. So she cheated on him again, I guess. The, the eel came back, slimed all over. But then she told Maui what happened. Okay. So good on her. He then ventured to the banks to fucking kill the eel. Fuck yeah. yeah which, you know, I would do too. Yeah. Don't fucking slime on my wife. Yeah. Fair. Um, he was very flustered and was going to punish the long eel. So he then laid out traps in order for the eel to come out of hiding. When Tuna came out, Maui pulled out his stone axe and chopped its head off. Oh. The long eel has been causing trouble for a long time uh, to the t- local town's folks there. But thanks to him, they were all safe. Maui bring the t- uh, he brought the tuna with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he buried it, causing a palm tree, a palm tree to grow 
creating the very first coconut. That was in the Moana movie too. It was during the song yeah, "You're Welcome." So they actually. Yep. They I did killed a nail. I buried his guts. Now we got coconuts. coconuts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's my favorite. Um, <laughs> and then the movie came out 2016. I love it. It's great. Watch it. We're going to review um, it on our uh, on our upcoming projects. <laughs> More to come. More to come. Stay tuned. But Stay that's tuned. all I got. Uh, educational high time. That's pretty cool. I, I, I fully <laughs> expected to be shitting on Disney here. No, and, me too. And be oh, like, hey, you guys, like, how did they fuck up? But they didn't. So yeah. that's that's pretty cool. They but actually do still fuck good. Disney, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They do a lot Hot of unethical shit. Yeah. It's one of those things, like, the artists within the corporation are amazing. Yeah. They hire yeah. some amazing people. They give... Them great opportunities and great exposure. It's just really sad that the corporate side of it is as sketchy as it is. And and it's weird having that attachment to so much of our childhood is attached to Disney. You know? Because Disney owns everything. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's heartbreaking in a way to to, oh, to think about that because it's like you guys gave me so many great things but then you did all these terrible things and it's like yeah. aw that it's, makes me sad it's that's sucks. why I it's... don't trust Disney adults you know uh, better yeah okay <laughs> if your whole person if your whole fucking personality is Little Mermaid Mulan fucking Hercules <laughs> you're a piece of fucking shit oh shit I'm sorry that shit. was a direct call out I don't fucking care it's not Nigel, a personality. Calm down. <laughs> okay, I love Scott Pilgrim. He's talking but you about don't, one person right you now. You don't oh. see me. No, I'm talking about multiple people. Oh, are you okay? Yes. Uh, you know, I love Scott Pilgrim. I don't go around in fucking t-shirts, wearing sweatbands, fucking gaslighting sixteen-year-olds. All right. Years. So <laughs> I would fucking hope not. Jesus Christ. Well, that's all Scott Pilgrim is. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're gonna move on from that. Uh, <laughs> I hope you liked what I brought to the table. It did. You brought something. So I, I did, I did. Yeah. Okay, so. Brenna, what you got? Well, I actually have one that I think is really super cool. Um, Jane Elizabeth Lanthrop Stanford. Um, this is about yeah, yeah, this is about her murder, the attempted cover up of her murder. Oh. And um the fact that uh, I guess she's still kicking around in ghost form. Ooh. Yeah, so uh, this gets pretty so interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jane Elizabeth uh, Stanford um, and her husband actually founded Stanford University in 1885. It officially opened in 1891. Yeah. Um, sadly, the university was built as a memorial to their son, Leland Stanford Jr., who died at 15 of twi- oh. typhoid fever, yeah, in Florence, Italy. Okay. So, That's... yeah. Um, I had a couple different news sources, or a couple different sources, um, news.stanford.edu, mm-hmm. um, happy 150th um, birthday, uh, Leland Stanford Jr. was one of the articles by Kate Chelsea, May 11th of 2018, and of course, Wikipedia. Good old We Wikipedia. love Wikipedia in this Dude, they, house. They've been really annoying lately with their stupid donations. Oh, I know, they're shit. begging for them. But, now, I mean, but they deserve Which them. I get. If you can which afford to, donate to Wikipedia. Keep yeah. them alive. Yeah. But it's like, every time I get on the app, <laughs> everyone ignores us. Yeah, I am ignoring you. Yeah. I need yeah. to learn. Like, it, it is a little bit like the way that they phrase it just kind of turned me off from it's donating. Very, they're like trying to guilt trip you into doing it. It's very yeah. They're like, please. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, my house is in foreclosure. And my other source is, of course, we've referenced this a few times, um, the the great and powerful only in your state. Yep. So, um, we also love them. Generate a lot of great man. ideas for us. Yeah, and it's given yep. us a lot of great information. Sure. So, um, give them a shout out too, of course, we because love them. they are one of our sources. So, um, anyway, so just to kind of give you some backstory on the family. Um, when Leland died, uh, he was their only child. Mm-hmm. Um, and by this time, Jane was uh, 39 and Leland was 44. So they were... Okay. This this was... I mean, that's considered old now. Yeah, yeah. but so back then, then... Yeah. That's yeah. old. Yeah. So... I was like, you were going to die tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well... Sounds bad, but... And considering how many things were out to get you, yeah. Yeah. But, um... Yeah. Yeah, so that just makes it extra sad to me. They wait. They mm. had to wait a really long time to have a child, and they did have a child, and then they only got 15 years with him before he was taken yeah, away. Sad. Very sad. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and from all accounts, it seemed like they had a really good relationship with him. Um, he was uh, originally named Leland DeWitt Stanford, mm-hmm. but he actually requested that his name be changed to Leland Stanford Jr. to honor his father. Oh! Right. That's sweet. Stop my heart. Exactly. Yeah. That is sweet. So, um, fun fact, he was also an avid collector of natural history, curiosities, and artifacts, and his collection eventually became the basis for the Stanford Museum. Oh my god, that's so cool. He was like an oddity. Yeah. 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 Like natural history, things like that. Yeah. 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 That's so cool. That's cool. Yep. I thought so too. And I, and I, it was, it Kind of one of those things where something really interesting and really great came out of something really painful. Yeah. yeah. So, but um, back to Jane. Uh, Jane was born in Albany, New York, August 25th of 1828. She married Leland September 30th of 1850. And then moved to, they moved together to Port Washington, Wisconsin, and and then uh, moved again in 1852 after Leland's uh, law library and other properties were all burnt down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. They lost pretty much everything in a fire. So oh. Oh. Um, in 1856, they moved to San Francisco. Um, and then their son was born in 1868. He died 1884. Damn. Yeah. So that's just kind of giving you guys a very loose rundown of the history. There's so much more backstory to this family. There's yeah. so much more interesting stuff there. Fully, fully recommend going and doing your own research. They're very, very interesting. Uh, yeah. Very interesting uh, family. You'll learn some shit, man. It's, yeah. That's one thing I really like with this. It's uh, very informative. Yeah. You yeah, know, it is. Stuff you never knew. It's just, it's a good time. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. we criticize schools fully because they don't teach a complete history, definitely. Yeah. But at yeah. the same time... They can't cover everything. Exactly. So that's impossible. No well, way. the type of history we it's... teach isn't great exactly. either. That's exactly. a whole other uh, wormhole. But, but yeah. we should strive to educate ourselves. Exactly. Yes, that's 100%. Important. So yeah. that's one of the things that, that I like about doing this, too, is that I'm constantly learning new things. Exactly. Doing this podcast. And <laughs> learning things about things I thought I knew about. Yeah. You know, and getting a, a more depth and more complete understanding. So um, More like wicked vibe. There we go. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Uh, The university opened in 1891, not long after Leland died, of course, uh, which was June 21st of 19... Or, uh, 18... um, 83... That's not right. The university opening... 
Oh, Leland, the father. That was my fuck up. Okay, Leland Sr. died June 21st, 1893, leaving Jane on her own. Okay. So uh, Jane then took control of the university and um, basically controlled most of um, everything that was going on in the university. Yeah. Um, After Leland Sr.'s death, there was, of course, a bit of financial hardship. Well, and of course, to yeah. keep the university running and going, she donated a considerable sum of her own money mm-hmm. and oh. even tried to sell her own jewels and her own personal wow. oh, property riches just to yeah, just to try sad. to keep what they built alive. Yeah. You know? I, I I can't help but feel like if she had lost the university too, it would have felt like losing a second child. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, you I mean, put so this, much hard work into something. Yeah, something she made, and, yeah. you know, out of love with her husband. Yeah. yeah. You know? Mm. And, yeah. So I can definitely see that being something horribly painful. Just tugging on my and heart, And fighting man. for it. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So she, she wielded most of the authority within the board of trustees within the university. And you're really going to like her, Taylor, because she was a progressive, Ooh. too. So, Ooh, we love yes. progressive bitch in here. Yes. Yeah. Um, she uh, was the main influence that established Stanford's focus on the arts. She Yay. was yeah. also um, an advocate to allow women to attend. Mm-hmm. Yes! yes. Uh, and... Um, she fired an economist who worked for the university. The economist Edward A. Ross made speeches favoring Democrat William Jennings Bryan, who favored racist policies against Chinese Americans. Oh, yep. <clears throat> Bra- uh, Bryan even outlined eugenics policies against oh, the Chinese no. yeah, and other racial groups. And she made sure his ass was ousted. Good. That's awesome. Yep. She did Stand. not want him in at all. Good. So, yep. Eugenics is like what, gross. What? Incredibly. What is yeah. that? Eugenics? Um, I feel like I know, but I can't remember. So, basically, it's all about like, it, it's people believe that your genes are uh, like. It, it yeah. was practiced by Nazis. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. okay. The, the technical. De- I, I pulled it up on Google. Thank the you, technical definition: <laughs> the study of how to arrange how to arrange reproduction within a human population to increase the occurrence of uh, heritable characteristics regarded as desirable. Uh, um, developed yeah. largely by Sir Francis Galton as a method of improving the human race. <laughs> Improving. Um, eugenics mm. increasingly has been discredited as unscientific and racially biased during the 20th century, yeah. especially after the adoption of its doctrines by mm. the Nazis in order to justify their treatment of the Jews, disabled people, and other minority groups. Yeah, no. Do you guys know Ew. the Kennedy family? No. Um, was super into eugenics. Yeah. I believe There's it. a lot of, of really famous people throughout history who were. Um, I believe even Nikola Tesla kind of mm-hmm. kind yeah. of was in that group too and it's uh, it's really sad to to hear and see but yeah. yeah um but i want to do an episode about jfk yeah that that would be fun yeah it would yeah. so all right so now we're moving on to jane's murder and the cover-up that followed so january 14th of 1905 jane took a sip of water of, of mineral water 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 water, water. water. Mineral water. I swear to drunk, I'm not God. There it is. <laughs> she, had a, she had a little sip of mineral water. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. 
uh, from a bottle. After she noticed that the water tasted strange, she spit it out and then forced herself to throw up. Smart. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The water was later taken to a pharmacy, and she was informed the water had been laced with a deadly amount of strychnine. Oh, my God. Uh, yep. Understandably, she became afraid and fled her home on uh, Knob Hill in San Francisco. And uh, she suspected at the time that a maid had something to do with it. A woman named um, Elizabeth Richmond. She fell under heavy suspicion and was actually relieved of her post. Oh, wow. So, wow. yeah. Um, she hired a detective agency, the Harry Morris Detective and Patrol Agency, to investigate the attempt on her life. Long name. Unfortunately, they weren't able to generate anything. Um, from what I read and the articles that I read, basically all they were able to find is there was a whole lot of politicking going on within the Stanford household amongst yeah. the serving staff. Yeah. Mm. So there was a lot of back and forth between between everybody, but it didn't really lead to anything as far as harming Jane herself. Yeah. So a lot of bullshit between each other, but it never really extended to Jane, um, from what I understand. So, yeah, so it's not like she was like nasty to them or like, yeah. you know, deserving of anything. I like... didn't really say one way or another. It was just mainly the, that she wasn't the focus okay. of the politics between the, um, gotcha. between the staff. So, um, so after this, sick with a cold and frustrated and scared by the attempt on her life, she decided to go on a trip to Hawaii and then later to Japan. She set out for Honolulu February 15th of 1905, and when she arrived, she settled into the Moana Hotel. Um, Moana Hotel? Yeah. Mm. On February 28th, Jane asked for a glass of water with bicarbonate soda to settle her stomach. Her personal secretary made the mixture for her. But by 11.15 p.m., she was crying out for help. She mm -hmm. said she was uh, losing control of her body and believed she had been poisoned. Oh, Ooh. fuck. Unfortunately, she was right. So um, she began trying to purge her body the way she did the first time, but unfortunately, it was too late. Yeah. Um, the following is from a book called The Mysterious Death of Jane Stanford by Robin Cutler. Uh, Robert Cutler, pardon me, um, a retired Stanford neurologist. This um, particular selection from his book takes place around the time the hotel physician was contacted and arrived, a Francis Howard Humphreys. <clears throat> As Humphreys tried to administer a solution of bromine and chloral hydrate, uh, Miss Stanford, Mrs. Stanford, now in anguish, exclaimed, My jaw is stiff. This is a horrible death to die. Oh, Whereupon she was seized by a <clears throat> uh, titanic spasm. I think I said that right. I apologize if I didn't. Um, that progressed to a, relentlessly to a state of severe rigidity. Her jaw clamped shut, her thighs spread wide, and her feet twisted inward. Her fingers and thumbs clenched into tight fists, mm. and her head drew back. Finally, her respiration ceased, and Stanford was dead from strychnine poisoning. Oh my god. Yeah, so she was she was murdered in a very very mm. brutal and awful way. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's a very <clears throat> very painful way to die. Um, after the investigation was launched, it was found that the bottle that the mixture was in um, came from the home in California. Yeah, 
Yeah, and the bottle was had been exposed to the entire household during the process of moving because everything was in chaos. There yeah. was people coming in and out trying to get everything prepped for this mm-hmm. trip. She had no intention of going home again, yeah. basically. Okay. So they were trying they were literally uprooting the household, which was a much bigger deal than I think that it is now because Oh, for sure. You know. It, we're not just talking about like packing her own shit, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's a whole household of people. Yeah. So they have to help pack it, all the furniture done, and then to get their own personal effects packed, if they're going with, yeah. you know, yeah, their boss. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so there was a lot of people had access to this bottle, so there was no way to pinpoint any one person in yeah. particular. Right, right. Um. The thing to note, though nobody seems to seriously suspect her, is her personal assistant who who made the mixture was also there during the first attempt at the poisoning. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I think it was more proximity. Yeah. A coincidence in proximity than anything else. Because she was always around her. Yeah. You know. It was her um, personal secretary. Yeah. Yep. So now this is where the uh, cover-up then comes into play. Um, the... Uh, president of Stanford University, David Starr Jordan, traveled to Hawaii shortly, at, shortly after the news. He hired a doctor deliberately to dispute the findings of poisoning. He tried claiming she died of heart failure. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even went so far as to tell the press his version of the story. It was so ridiculous it was literally called medically preposterous yeah wow so yeah it was one of those things where like it's it was really painfully obvious yeah Yeah. you know no doubt you're you're wrong and you're lying why are you trying to lie about this it's stupid to even be lying about this and you look more suspicious by lying about this exactly you know yeah he looks so suspicious just from arriving yeah like that didn't make any sense you know? Yeah. Especially because him and Jane had a very contentious relationship. They did yeah. not get along at all. They did not like each other. Mm-hmm. To the point where Jane was actively trying to get him removed from his position. Yeah. And her and the board of trustees were getting ready to relieve him of his post. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all very suspicious. Um, it kind of made me think of a story. Like, I used to work in... Um, selling tires yeah yeah and we had a lady come in and she was like oh my tire's flat we need um we need it repaired um or a new tire which was covered under her warranty yeah Yeah. so the guys were repairing it and one of the guys brought the tire to me and he was like hey does this look funny to you too and you could looking at it you could see that it, the tire had been stabbed multiple times with a Phillips head screwdriver. It's rubber. It leaves yeah. an impression. Yeah. And you know what a Phillips head screwdriver looks like. Yeah. You know? So several times the sidewall had been stabbed with this. And we were we called her back to let her know, hey, you know, you might want to know, this looks like somebody was attacking your tire or trying to stab your tire. Yeah. You know, you might want to keep an eye on your neighbors kind of thing. It was a, as it was a, it was a we were concerned yeah. that somebody had done this to her. Right. And instead of being like, oh God, thank you for pointing this out or anything like that. She instantly went, nope, that's not what happened. Uh, okay. Huh. Then what's it? <laughs> yeah. We were like, 
wait, I mean, you're still covered in the insurance. It doesn't change anything. You were just letting her know. We were just letting you know that you might be in danger. She goes, no, that's not what happened. That's not what happened at all. And you guys aren't going to say that that's what happened. Like, she got really fucking upset about this. Why? Well, you're in the clear, why why fucking bother? I I don't. Like, like, so we immediately became suspicious. Yeah. And... I w- so I looked and I was like, okay, what is her tread at? Like, how are the, are the tires worn down at all? Yeah. And they were getting a little low on tread. Mm-hmm. So. So she just needed new tires. So she stabbed her tires a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. And like, then she was like threatening us too and telling us, well, you know, like it was like a subtle threat. Like, yeah. oh, well, my husband's on house arrest right now. You know, like he's a really tough, scary guy. And if you want, I'll call him up and he'll talk to you over the phone. And I'm like, I'm not being intimidated by him. Right. right. You know? What the fuck is wrong yeah. with you, bitch? Exactly. Like, and it Jesus. went from us calling her back to to report a concern and be like, hey, honey, you might be in danger. You might want to like yeah. protect yourself. Keep an to eye To real out. quick them becoming the focus because yeah. of their weird <clears throat> behavior. Right. Yeah. You know, and it it just made me kind of think of the same thing. It's like you yeah. weren't suspicious until you started acting exactly. suspicious. Exactly. Why get defensive when there's no need? Right. Exactly. You're in the clear. Yeah. Exactly. You know, which is, wow. <laughs> so that's what just what the whole thing made me think of. Yeah, we're you know. Bitch, dude. So Jeez. yeah. Oh my god. People will try people. so hard to scam. It's not even funny. Oh, I have dude, so many same. stories yeah. of people trying to run scams. Even at and, grocery stores, yeah. dude. Everything. Oh, it's yeah. so pathetic. It, I, it is. It's like... You, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing that pisses me off about it is people reason it by saying things like, oh, well, this corporation is rich. It can afford it. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. But the thing that they're yeah. failing to understand is CEOs and management and yeah. things like that, they don't get affected by that at all. Right. Their bottom line never gets touched because they have contracts that stipulate they make the same amount and get raises on a regular interval. Exactly. The people that stuff like that directly hurts are the cashiers, the stockers, the the right. hourly people. Yeah. That's why their wages get cut down to the bone and exactly. their hours get cut down to the bone and their benefits get cut down to the bone mm-hmm. to try to cope with this loss. Yeah. So if you participate in these practices, you aren't hurting rich people. You're hurting other people that are struggling just like you. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. it's sick to me. Yeah. And people won't or refuse to think of it like that. The only place you can steal from is Hobby Lobby because they're homophobic. <laughs> I respect it. Even then, I don't ever recommend it. So oh, yes. Yes. I, I'm very much, I have a big problem with yeah. theft yeah. and things like that, especially after doing that job and running into all of the very entitled people. And I, I'm going to yeah. say this right now. It is not generational. It no. isn't. No. There isn't one generation. It nope. was across the freaking board. Yeah. Old people, young people, middle-aged people uh, yeah. did not matter. They were all entitled and selfish. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. and they all believed somehow or another that they were owed free stuff. Yeah. You're not. Exactly. You're not. And I can promise you, it's the people that harp on that the most that are the most guilty of it. Yup. And that's, I mean, that's what my experience was, what I took away with it. 100%. Yeah. So, sorry, we got way fucking off track there. As per use. As per use, yes. Would it even be the show if it wasn't? No. Right? It like way off track. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, 
Eventually, anyway. Jordan went back to the board of trustees himself, giving them multiple explanations for her death and suggesting the board, quote, choose whichever would be most suitable. Huh? What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because the board, at the time, they believed the board was trying to disassociate themselves for any any kind of scandal associated yeah. with the, you know, they didn't want to associate it with the university. Right. So, yeah. Suspicious. Very. The yeah. whole thing, very, 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 very suspicious. <laughs> um, and again, that's something that I would love to, at some point, get way more, more into. More into, yeah. Definitely. Because the court case and everything that followed is fucking bananas interesting. Unfortunately, we just don't really have the time. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's also... Um, Damn, dude. Yeah. Um, a whole lot of stories about the fact that uh, now there's stories that uh, she is haunting the place. Ooh. God, I hope so. Yeah, that she haunts the Moana Hotel. So, um, reports, of course, are staff seeing things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Guests reporting seeing her. So, Yeah. So that's what I got. Um, that's interesting. Was I the murder yeah. cover up and ghost of Jane Stanford? So what I love it, man. Hawaii was good. Yeah, Hawaii was really good. Um, yeah. I'm gonna. I, it was one of those things too. Like I had never heard of this one, and that's a prominent figure in history, right? You know, absolutely. Right. And I, I <clears throat> never heard the story. Yeah, I mean, it's really well known. I, I'm assuming with anybody associated with Stanford. Yeah, I, I imagine yeah. they know. Yeah, about all of it really well. Definitely, yeah. But, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I had no clue. I'd never heard it. I'd never heard about the cover-up or any of it. And yeah. I'm like, oh, well, that's really freaking cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I love strange history, stuff like that. And I'm thinking maybe at one point I might revisit and do a deep dive into it. Yeah. Um, similar to Taylor maybe doing the Honolulu Strangler. And yeah. And maybe we can really... <clears throat> um, and, make an interesting side from it. And so. I'm going to get the entire script of Moana and just read and it, too. Read it. <laughs> and just do a table <clears throat> reading for do us. whatever voice you want. Oh, gosh. And he will, too. Let's not <laughs> give him ideas. In the beginning, mm. there was only ocean. That's all I remember. Wow. Right did now. you actually ever see um, Matt Pat's mm. theory on Moana? Yeah, I did, but I don't remember. It was really good. I can't good. remember it. I'll have to watch it again. It, yeah. I love Matt Pat. Spoilers, but um, yeah, it was basically that Maui was actually her father. Oh, yeah. Because of the lore and history and yeah. because um, the Moana in um, in the the, the stories uh, had a brother named Pua, which is her pig's name. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah. It crazy kind of fun thing. Such a good movie. Yeah. Dude. I am Moana. Yeah. And that was Thank you. hauntingly beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta remember that one for a while. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Yes. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't we forget about our Christmas live show. It's not gonna be on Christmas <clears throat> Eve from five to six. We're doing yep. it on Facebook Live. Yep. It's free. Come watch it. Donations are welcome. Stop asking the people for money. I will do what I want. When I'm I not want. gonna sing for you. I'm just going to ask you guys to I, send me money. I you will sing money. for money. <laughs> My cash app is uh, Taylor12714. And uh, send me a dollar and I'll send you 12 seconds of me singing. <laughs> the more money it is, the For more For a second, I thought get. you were going to say feet pics. And I'm like, don't go there because you'll be flooded. So. Oh, oh, ah, shit. 
Those are two dollars. <laughs> Actually, um, fee pay prices um, <laughs> a little more expensive. Um, oh, I'll say thirty five a foot. So <laughs> if you want them thirty five a foot, um, so if hit I me want up. two, is it seventy? Because thirty five times two is. I'm not no, mathing. I, I I'll don't do, math. I'll do both feet for sixty. Oh, I'll give you a deal. Give it a deal. Anyway, a little price. Curve. I am not above selling my pictures with my feet. <laughs> I promise you I am not. Do it. They're got. not pretty. But <laughs> I will send you pictures of them. But you know that somebody's thick. So. Right. If you like ugly toes, hit me up. Uh, anyway, guys, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, or check out all of our socials at Wicked Myth Podcast. Yes. Um, and again, um, look for the live event on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Uh, we've got some really interesting things to talk about. I found... Um, a really interesting case close to home that we're going to be talking about that actually happened on Christmas Eve. Exciting. So it's going to be a bit like a side, you yeah. know, where I'm going to be telling you guys a story about that. Only you get to watch me do it in person. Yay! So. It's going to be so much fun. Yes. Um, and I think maybe we'll do a little name reveal for our reband. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on Christmas Eve. Maybe uh, maybe it'll be our Christmas gift to you. Reveal the new logo, things like yeah. that, yeah. and, and how we'll fun. be changing some things. So. Yep. Um, and then just a reminder, too, we are going to take a break for the holidays. Yep. Yes. So after mm-hmm. our Christmas Eve live show, you're not going to see us for, I think, a week. Aww. Right? Yeah, we're going to start again um, January 1st. We'll miss so you. New Year's Day, you guys will have us back. Yep. Um, well, last time, though, we, we, I, we realized, you know, that we didn't announce that we were taking a break over the holidays. Yeah. For yeah, Thanksgiving, so our bad. We're sorry. Yeah. And your so. episode will actually come out on the second, which is my birthday. Yes, yes, yes. Send me money for my birthday. Um. Oh yeah, that's right. It'll come out on the second because we're yeah. gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. I swear to drunk, I'm not gonna again. Yeah. So. So the second we'll get our first episode for yep. the new season and our new rebrand, and I'm so excited about it. It's gonna be so great. So for yeah. now. You can find us at Wicked Myth Podcast on all of our socials, except for Twitter, where we are at Wicked Myth Pod. Yep. Um, and then you can send us a, an email at wickedmythpodcast at gmail.com. So yep. we want to hear from you. We, we want to hear do. from you. Let us know what you think about the rebrand. We're interested in hearing what you got to say. So. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But thank you guys for listening, and we will see you on the, on other, the other side. side. On the other side. Good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.